Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. <gasps> You'll laugh. <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. G'day. And Matt Bradshaw. Yes, they'll laugh. Welcome. <laughs> of course they'll laugh. Welcome to... I don't even know what episode we're up to. Oh, my gosh. I feel no. like Bert Newton. <laughs> Didn't Bert Newton, like, do a million episodes of his Good Morning? Oh, yeah, but I don't think he ever said, I don't know what episode. I don't think they counted their episodes. No? I think no. they count. What? You mean in a holistic sense? Yeah. <laughs> or do you mean an integer sense? A what? I don't like know what that means. someone counted them. Oh, no. Um, no, I think they counted. I, I think as far as entertainment? Yes. In, in the pantheon of Australian entertainment world on TV? Just in, yes. Okay. Yes. In particular, I love watching your videos of you singing on that show. Thanks, man. I love how many hairstyles you've had. Uh, mm. So many hairstyles. Yeah, almost, like today you look like every Will time. Smith in the boxing film. Uh, Rocky. No, Cinderella Man. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one Clint Eastwood directed? No, that was Million Dollar Baby. Oh. Yeah. Uh, with Hilary Swank. Yes. And, what? Uh, Is she actually the one in it? <laughs> yeah. Is she? You got it right. Oh, my God. <laughs> You were thinking you were being funny, didn't you? Well, no. Well, yes. Well, yeah. I just didn't know. Yeah. Can we finish now? That's that's the best. That's the and Morgan highlight. Freeman was in it. Mm? Morgan Freeman was in it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was about to ask uh, a question then that was going to paint me to be the racist I so clearly am. Ah, uh, what? Yeah. What question was that? Uh, the I'll question the was go- that. the question was going to start out. Is he the one? <laughs> As in, like every film has a token. Person of that hairstyle. <laughs> no, I just read something that's about Harist. Samuel L. L. Jackson. No, no, that's Paris Hilton you're thinking of. Oh, Harist. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what's her name? The, um, <coughs> hello, Richie. Lionel Richie girl. Is she Nicole Richie. Yeah, she's Lionel Richie's heiress. Uh, but no, but I mean, Paris Hilton's heiress to the Hilton fortune. Lionel Richie's daughter's just oh, Nicole Richie. No, I reckon. I reckon the uh, I reckon the Lionel Richie girl. I'm saying I reckon. I it's reckon, getting weird. I reckon. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon the Lionel Richie girl will end up with lots of money. Yeah, but it's Lionel Richie. But he was a carpenter. I don't, what? Yeah. No, not carpenter. He was a commodore. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. And then was like, <laughs> I think you're thinking of Joseph. <laughs> Or is that some... Um, oh, yeah, the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name of the composer. <laughs> oh, Tim Rice. Thank you. Did the couldn't lyrics. And the other guy was... Yeah, Andrew Barrymore. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Started with an L. I knew there was an L in do there. You a, do you ever um, misemphasize people's middle names? Andrew Lloyd Webber. No, because it's dumb. No. It's dumb and weird. Okay. And it makes me squeamish and whimsical. Oh, sorry know. for being dumb and weird. No, you're not being dumb. Oh, yeah. You were oh, being, I was dumb, being and dumb and weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not am dumb and weird. Yeah, you're not am yeah. dumb and weird. <laughs> um, hey, Hilary Swank. Uh, funny surname. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um, Do you think it was Hilary S. Wank? <laughs> no, I think the S used to be on the end, but she changed it to try and get, you know, oh, more yeah. notoriety. Yeah. Well, less notoriety. Oh, yeah. Heiress. I think you're only... I think you only become the heir or heiress to something. Um... If uh, you if there's a pump nearby, no. If um, if uh, are you a, are you a mattress? <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I'm on top. Nice. Sometimes I'm a duvet. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Alexander duvet. Oh, they call it. me. <laughs> um, aren't you only an heiress? If you, <laughs> I don't think you. <laughs> Keep going, quick. Okay, roll uh, it. I think um, you can only, you're only like an heiress to like a, a, a fortune as created by some sort of business empire, surely. Do you count the Carpenters and the Commodores as a business empire? Um, yeah. Right. Well, surely really? Lionel Richie is a business. 
know, he's, he's that little guy. He was easy. Yeah. He was dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. But unless it was, I don't know. Really? I don't okay. know. I, this, that's a very interesting point. But that means know. every, every, like <coughs> Nick Simmons, Gene Simmons' son. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, Fiona Apple. No, what's his daughter, what's his sister's name? I don't know. Uh, Sophie. <laughs> Not Fiona Apple. Sophie Apple? No. Oh. There's no Apple Just, involved. I, I just thought her name yeah. was Fiona and so it made me think of Did she fall far from the tree? Um, uh, yes, in the sense that she's uh, quite delightful. Oh. Mm. She's, um, she's had a song, Sophie Simmons. Yeah? Yeah. What was it? It was a bit EDM-y, I think. Okay, I wouldn't know it then. No. Well, I didn't know it either, but I looked it up because it was her, because I'm interested. Because, you know, what, Jane Simmons being my best mate now and all. Best mate? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's my best mate. So, all these years I put in. Oh, to be fair, he's put in way more years with uh, you than I have. Also, um, mm. he, uh, longer tongue. How do you know? Yeah, you heard me. Because <laughs> you've often poked your tongue out at me over the years. Yep, but I haven't poked it in here. Hey. Out it yet? And in here, <laughs> different things. <laughs> How can we never say, hey, let's get in here? What? You're like in the movies, they like, let's get out of here. But they never say, let's get in here. Oh, you watch different movies to me. <laughs> I watch movies by myself. Uh, and they say it all the time. Wouldn't that be cool if... Um, there were choose your own adventure movies where depending on who you watch them with at different points you know those books remember those books from when uh, yes. you know we were kids and you could go if you want to see something happen turn to page 44 but if you want to see this happen turn to page 22 if movies were like that they shot alternate versions of movies and every sort of 20 minutes you get to the point where you go if you want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger fall off the building <laughs> 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 if you want to, or if you want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger be a koala, <laughs> what? That was a koala. That was Arnie being a koala. Arnie koala. <laughs> Arnie koala. That's, that's an ice cream, I think. Arnie koala. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Can Maybe. you still get Barney bananas? I don't know. I have you, no idea. You're aware of what one is, though. Yeah, it's. Okay. Um, oh, you mean the ice cream? I thought, yes. I thought he meant something else. Um, I thought it was Tom's choosing his own adventure again. <laughs> I thought it was that kind of movie. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't ventured into one of the refrigerators in the middle of a service station or a tuck shop for here a long time. Here we go. No. Here we. I'm not. Here go. we go. No, 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 no. I'm not going on a rant about food. I just. Well, I, I used to. Um, uh, mint cornettos or uh, drumstick ice creams. Never two at a time. What? Yeah. I would buy two. And just really? One after the other. Because they used to be big and then they got small. It's like, well, one of them's not enough anymore. I've never been a Cornetto or a drumstick fan. What? They all have nuts on them? No. No, okay. the, the mint ones have crispy chocolate. Okay. Yeah, I think even so, though. Because um, the cone's uh, crispy, but it's not. It's kind of weird and it's also still cold. It's not like a... Actually, I've never... I don't like ice cream cones. I don't like cones. So, I know this is a podcast, but I'm stunned to silence. Really? Obviously not right now. I'm talking, but um, yeah, I only very occasionally have ice cream. I'm not really an ice cream guy. I'm not either. Uh, it never crosses my mind to have ice cream. No, no. But it's definitely something that people with kids or kids themselves think of. Can we have ice cream for dessert? And having dessert is not a thing for me either. No. Like I, I mean, quite happy to eat sweet things all day long. Um, but to finish a meal, mm. and, finish, finish a meal and go, oh, now for something sweet. Not, yeah, no, I've never been. I wasn't brought up like that either. Although, oh, back to that thing I said two minutes ago. Wouldn't it be cool if you could do that thing with movies? And depending on who you're watching it with, choose a different version of the movie. Mm. Depending on who I'm with eating dinner if I'm by myself I don't eat dessert but if I'm with other people it's like oh that cake looks good really Let's share it yeah but it's yeah, still okay. never ice cream do you want to have ice cream it's still still other types of dessert I'm not a cake guy cakes really I don't care about uh, uh, yeah yeah. and if I was going to have dessert somewhere cheesecake oh fuck I see I wouldn't do that I would go I like cheesecake I would do like mud cake yeah, yeah. but it's got to be mostly mud yeah, yeah, me. me too, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, dessert, sweet things, ice cream. Ice cream. Uh, so, <laughs> my friends Nico and Sarah. Uh, and My I, friends we, too. We have... More Matt's friends. We have... Oh, let's come back to that. We have movie nights uh, very occasionally because now they have a one-year-old son, so they don't get to be as much fun with... Why is that? What, what, what do you mean? Not them specifically, but what is it about people having kids that totally changes how they spend their time? Yeah. Well, <laughs> obviously. And other self-evident questions. <laughs> no, I just mean... Like, because I... I remember when... Uh, Ooh, is that how you're pronouncing the word remember these days? What, how did, how did remember. I... <laughs> yes? Yeah, okay, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Is it wrong? Remember. Yeah. Remember. <laughs> That's how I would say remember. No. It's because my nose. No, it's not. It's because i got a blocked no. nose. No. <clears throat> we were just listening to the bad loves before this. How I'm would remember. that have gone? I'm remember. Go <laughs> <laughs> from the Cosby show. Not the Cosby show. Fat Albert. Hey, Barbara, hey, Barbara. That's how I speak. <laughs> it is. Um, I recall uh, when uh, you Liz's... Sure Crickle? Crickle. <laughs> Crickle. Look up here. <laughs> Look over here. I have a distinct memory mm. of uh, Liz's Liz's sister. Ends. Yes, Liz's sister and brother-in-law when they had their first kid and how all of their friends were just so stunned that they would still go to the parties and still... Oh, yeah, right. They would live their life as if, well, yes, they had a kid, but it was like, no, the kid does what we want it to do. And what was interesting about the kid is that it just didn't have any problem falling asleep at a cafe or a bar. And yeah. then at sort of 9.30, they went, we'll, we'll head home now. But it didn't... It so, yes, that's a good <clears throat> anecdote. Uh, but it's not how most of the world operates. No, well, but... Uh, it, <laughs> Um, I have uh, an opposite story in the set and opposite, but opposite certainly. Uh, Is that how you say opposite now? <laughs> uh, only if I say opposite. Okay. Otherwise, I say opposite. Right. In case that's what it is in relation to the previous moment. Um, uh, f- I don't know if they were friends. It was a conversation I had with someone recently where they did the same thing. Webster. Good that's show. Same size. Oh. Oh, it's a shorter one. Wow. Um, uh, And they attempted when they had their child to do the same thing and it did not have the required response. As far as let's uh, Let's habitualise our child to noise and colour and light and hopefully, Mm. you know, then they will. But they don't. The kid kid didn't didn't want to play? No. Mm. Fascinating, that kind of stuff. What year, what year, what year? Well, I feel like apposite mm. is um, not a word that gets used very often. So in case someone else is listening to this and goes, oh, I wish I had a dictionary. I need to work out what that... The, the, there's a word here, anthropomorphology. I love it. Far out. This is a great dictionary. <laughs> what, in the sense that it has words in it? Yes. Yeah. This is an incredible dictionary. Anthropomorphosis is one of my favourite things. I love. Yes, I love it too. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've had this. Um, so a friend of mine sent me this. This is Mini Sprocket, right? To so Sprocket can feature on the podcasts or the Facebook lives that I used to do, which we'll probably do again one day. Um, but I love that it's been sitting here for months, which is waiting for the opportunity for me. This is good to get. Uh, apology. Apology is a good word. Um, <coughs> it is not. Is it a double P? Apo side? Mm. Yep. Um, please. Uh, keep, yeah, so. No, I'm. You're in. You're in to this. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to me how life changes so drastically for people. And not so much that, of course, there's a kid to consider and, and it's got to sleep and it's got to eat and stuff like that. But even how. The perception of what's possible for people with children just shrinks, I think, shrinks into a much smaller world than what actually is possible. They just, sure, you know, they just go, do you know what? I'm not even going to entertain stepping outside of that box because it's like it's there are too many variables to have to contend with. Yeah, yeah. So if we Which just makes perfect sense, it does make sense. It's, it does make sense, and I'm not trying to be a 
I'm not trying to be, and if I am being a jerk about it five minutes ago when I said, how come that is? I do understand, and it must be very, very difficult. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> all right, Forrest. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so point being that... Um, like, I mean, the nights do change because, of course, when you're a parent, you uh, certainly you can't just go around to someone's house at whatever time of the day or night and um, drink until the wee small hours. Both of you with your kid. No, you just. OK. Um, so our nights have our, our nights have changed. Our so that was kind of previously what it was a bit of a party night. Yeah. Like a mini party night during the week. Yeah. Yeah. Watch a couple of horror movie type things. Yeah. Yeah. And get ice cream. So it beca- it's it's become the thing. It's an ice cream yeah. movie night. Uh, ice cream? <coughs> Was that the thing? Yeah, good. No. No? No. Does it even factor in? No. Ah, I wish I liked horror movies and I could have come and brought that word association. You, <laughs> and then well, we could have made like a little gif, gif. Huh. Mm. That's a venue. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Um, is, that a venue, is that a venue that consults you on acts but doesn't actually get you to book anything? <laughs> uh, has been. Uh, we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, at least in relation to that phone call in a minute, later, yep. sometime. Uh, Not on the podcast? On the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so, so our, uh, experientially the, the, those evenings have changed and they're, you know, I mean, they're no less fun because uh, uh, I'm still drinking the same amount. <laughs> uh, so You're not drinking for two? That's fine. <laughs> Three, is it two? Mm, kind of. um, <clears throat> and the baby, 3.2? <laughs> uh, yes, but it, it, I generally don't eat very much of the ice cream that is brought out. But oh, I brought a selection of ice cream to our last gathering. Hmm. And it's always got cookie dough. One of them's got to have cookie dough. Mm. Uh, and one of them's got to be chocolate because chocolate's just, it's the fucking thing. It's the thing. And... I could I could posit a world where there had never been chocolate and so I wouldn't be sad that it wasn't here because I'd never have seen it. But if I found out now that there was no chocolate, I'd be sad. Really? Because I love chocolate. Do you, do you think you love chocolate more than I love chocolate? No. No, no. Because, <laughs> because I can eat three blocks of chocolate. Not blocks. Three little... Squares. Little, three squares yeah. of chocolate be and done. be satiated. Yeah. Whereas you can eat 147,000 Ferrero Rochers. No, 61. 61. 61. Uh, I would have eaten more, but there was none left in the house. And I do believe it was after midnight, so I couldn't go to the supermarket and buy another box of 30 for $11. And I won't pay full price for a box of 30. No. No, no. no. I won't pay full price for a box of 30 of anything. Um, My family didn't believe me, so it was Father's Day. Yesterday? Yesterday? No. What day is it today? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Okay. So it's Father's Day on the weekend prior to this podcast recording. And I arrived at my sister's house where we had a family gathering and I bought my father a book, as I would do for any special occasion. And I also went to the supermarket thought I should take some chocolate. And I bought a box of $11 for our shares and a box of the new Cadbury with kettle chips inside. Mm. Amazing. Really good. Mm. Um, and so I said to my brother-in-law, because it was at his house, I said, which uh, which one of these do you want? My brother's going to get the other one. And he said, well, um, I know my wife, I don't, he's like, I don't really eat chocolate, but my wife loves Ferrero No Shares. So he picked the Ferrero No Shares. And I therefore uh, said to Alex, this one's for you, mate. And when the family asked me, so my brother said, how many boxes of $11 Ferrero shares have you eaten this week? I was like, none. He said, bullshit. <laughs> I was like, no, I haven't. This is the only box I've purchased at the discount price. And usually I would go three, you know, and then through the week. And uh, I got bullshitted maybe four or five times. Rude. Yeah. I said, this is the first box. I said, like, yeah, bullshit. I'm like, and I did have about seven uh, from that box. Okay. Only because the kids enjoyed unwrapping them because Lenny, the middle daughter, um, I took the sticker off one because she, she doesn't like nuts and chocolate, but she right. does like stickers. And so I stuck stickers on her and she took the stickers off every other one and then sometimes went, 
I like to unwrap them too and then roll them into a little ball, but I don't want the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Dom. Perfect. Yeah, what a team. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, That's why people have kids, isn't it? To unwrap their chocolates for them? Yeah, and to then go, well, I don't want the chocolate, but... Yeah. It's not the only reason. Apposite. Okay, go on. Well, it comes from a pose, probably. Uh, a pose to confront with objections or hard questions. Mmm, very good. Apposite. God, there's all this Latin. This is a really fancy dictionary, by the way. Uh, uh, you should see the taller version. <laughs> well put or applied. Appropriate. Of persons ready with apt remarks. 1788. It's got dates. Good. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Since our last podcast, Matt. Oh, go on. Have you had any um, fantastical experiences which might also be associated with the name of that book sitting on that shelf over there, which neither of us will be able to get? I've already seen it. Gene. Yep. Yep. That may or may not have worked. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Okay, good. Um, Yes. Tell me. Funny you should ask. Tell us. Tell us all. Um, I was in Adelaide this week. I drove... Oh, I'm going to tell you a whole story. Huh? Oh, the city. (laughs) Good. I'm going to be in Adelaide on uh, Monday. The city. city. Okay, good. Good. Oh, it's two gags for the price of one. The city. (laughs) Um... Uh, so I, my parents finally have had enough of my stuff in their house still. And when I say in their house, really mainly in their garage, right. which doesn't get used for the car. It's mainly used for storage. I was just saying, does it get used to store your stuff? <sighs> anyway. Um, so I had to drive rather than fly to Adelaide. And so Sunday week ago, I jumped in the car after my Dudagala gig and drove i didn't want i didn't want to necessarily lock myself into um uh going there in one hit because i wasn't sure how i'd be because it's eight 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 and a half hours drive uh which is long after a gig and a week and stuff yeah and it's the same length even if it wasn't after a gig and a week but it's still long after a gig and a week so uh in the car driving at (laughs) i love that as a form of measurement yeah. You and I both understand that a gig in a week is a logical form of measurement. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, so I only had three beers um, on Sunday. Uh, I had two at Jackson's first birthday party, and then I paced myself. And I, I was had, invited. I had one pint. <laughs> one pint. More your friends than mine. At the gig. Oh, yeah, it's the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're coming back to that. Good. Yeah. Yeah, i got stuff to Can say. Can you remind it. me to come back to it? Okay. Because this has been probably the, I never the, made it as a wise the, man. the least linear one of these we've done for a while. Yeah, you're right. We've been yeah. pretty on point. What's yeah. going on? No, I don't like it. I like this better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You went to... Uh, you had one It's point. like slam poetry, this fucking podcast. Do you want to start slamming? Uh, y- what? Oh, break. No, I don't. <laughs> and that's just one reason why, for breakage purposes. <clears throat> you had a pint. I did, uh, which I nursed the whole gig. You nursed it. <laughs> Such a... Yeah, well, it feels a bit like that sometimes because I yeah. love beer. It is my second favourite thing to do. Did you give it a, a doodah? What do they call a, those? A, a pacifier? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. I pacified it in my guts. Um, so, I drove uh, and I drove straight through. So, I didn't... I'd suggested to my parents maybe that I would stay somewhere overnight because I knew they'd be worried. But I thought I could probably go the whole way. Um, and so I arrived in Adelaide at quarter past three on Monday morning yeah. and didn't have my house keys. Hmm. Uh, and my parents are reasonably elderly. And so I didn't want a Gestapo fucking knock on the door at half past three in the morning and scare the bejesus out of them. Um, so I slept in the car in the driveway. Oh, that's way less creepy. Well, I figured, yeah, no, but I also fair. figured in that way that they would look out the window, if they looked out the window at some point, saying, where's our son? Um, that they would see my car and think, oh, the poor wee lad. He, they don't speak like that. But um, they could come out and get me. 
And so I sent my mum a message knowing that um, she's deaf and also that she doesn't have her phone uh, switched on at night. Um, so I sent her a message to say, I'm in my car in the driveway. If you see me, don't scare me when you wake me up because I'm going to try and get some sleep. Anyway, so <laughs> what happened? I was... What happened? Ah. No, uh, I was wired when I got there. So after eight and a half hours of driving, I was, I think maybe because you go, you gain half an hour when you drive that way as well. So I think I was all excited that I had an you've extra already, half hour of life. You've already lived this hour, half an hour of your life and now you get to do it again. Yeah. And yeah. so instead of, um, instead of going to sleep, I, um, I watched an episode of I'm Dying Up Here, which is the Jim Carrey <gasps> it's produced. Good. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah. I'm not, not, not going- kidding. Not his new, new thing. Oh, right. I haven't seen No, it. this yeah. is his previous thing he's executive producer of. Right. Is he which, in it? No. Ah. No. It's really good. Yeah, okay. It's really, really good. I watched the first episode of Kidding because I was intrigued because I saw the trailers and it looked amazing. It's amazing. Mm. Did it take a while to get going? I think it's going to. Yeah. He's actually really hard in it. He's He feels really aware of himself in it, if that makes any sense. It feels very... Mm. It doesn't feel very natural yet. Okay. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> but the trailers looked incredible. Mm. So I was a bit, hmm. Anyway. I'm not going to because it's doing the thing. It's r- releasing serially. So I'm not going to. You're going to watch it all in one go. Well, I'm. the thing is, I feel like a lot of these shows that, that are made by Stan and Netflix and whatnot, they're, they're made bang, 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 bang mm. now. They're not made week to week mm. like shows used to be. And so I feel like if you can watch them two episodes and maybe three episodes in one hit, mm. you get in the zone as a viewer. Yes. Um, and see something like, say, Friends or Seinfeld, you know, they would, they probably taped, you know, over one or two days, one episode over one or two days. And then next week they went back to work and did the same thing. Yeah. Because they would do the readings. Get yeah, the yeah. jokes right, and then like record on Wednesday, and then kind of like you and I do with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is well. This is yeah. That's yeah. what is incredible about this. It's the three days of us yeah. getting the script right, and then. Mm. But I feel like these other these things now they're done. They're bang, bang, bang. They're made like in one hit, and they're probably cut together, edited in a way that sort of takes things out of order, like a movie. Mm-hmm. But they're ten week seasons. Yep. So I find that if I can watch them in succession more like two or three episodes at once I get into them a lot quicker but if you see one and then have to wait a week they are disjointed sure um, one of them that has done that for me is uh, what's that designated survivor the um, what's his name from, um, from 24 guy Who's the 24 guy? Uh, Keith Sutherland. Sutherland. Yeah. So that's a, a Netflix show. It's maybe in two or three, second or third season now. And I watched the first season in one big hit. Mm. And then when season two came out, it was released week for week and I just, it lost me. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But and I think because of that, because they really do, the way the, the storylines of these things are these, day, these days, they really, f- they flow. But if you, if you yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I might, a bit I like might, this podcast. Um, I might consider that when uh, when the rest of the thing comes out. I'll, I'll give it a... I'll anyway, you watched an episode of The Thing before you, um, uh, and you fell asleep. And then I went to sleep at about four o'clock in the morning in, um, in in a cat blanket. A blanket with cats on it, not a not a blanket made out of cats. Um, you can get those. That are... What? Mm. No. Yeah. I don't want well, they're just lion skin rugs, really, but... Oh. Yeah. Um... But woke up at half past six in the nice morning. Lion, by the way. And freezing. Yeah. And in the ute. So not, you can't actually lay your seat back. Did it's kind of back a bit. leave the heater on in the car? No. Why? Well, what happened to you? No, no, no. I mean, like, the engine running. No, what? No. Why? Planet. What do you mean? Planet. As in... Okay. Yes. I didn't sit there with my car running for two hours just to keep me warm. Didn't it cross my mind? Ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, woke up at 6.30 in the morning. Uh, parents, still not awake, so left the driveway, went down the road, got a coffee and breakfast. <laughs> Half past eight, I got a message. This is after arriving at quarter past three in the morning. Fuck me, I should have stayed somewhere. Half past eight, message from mum saying, we are up, come home. <laughs> so, 
uh, and then cleared out the garage. Um, I've got boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff in my lounge room because I don't have any room to store any stuff at my house. You've seen my gear storage room. Yeah, well, I think yeah, there is plenty of no, room. No, there's not. There's plenty of room in there's there. Not. You just need to sort that room out. It's sorted. It's not sorted. It is. I've seen it. The it's issue is that that's sorted. No. You should have seen it before it was sorted. No, Matty. Yes, dude. No, you need... You need what? You need to reevaluate your idea of what sorted is. That's not sorted, that room. I've seen that room open up and, like, lost souls <laughs> scream clamour. <laughs> And then you have to shut the door. It's not fucking Dante's 18th circle of hell. <laughs> it's it just a storage room. It's a ask, facility. You ask the things in that room how they feel about it. I'm not asking anything of anyone. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, hi, Sprocket Head. How are you? Uh, so I brought back some school books. <laughs> oh, good. What are you going to study? Uh, uh, I'm going to... Um, mainly, I just wanted my French books because I wanted to see how many funny things my um, friend Andrew and I had written to one another. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we used to... French was one of those things. I studied French for six years. And what about the language? Ah! Um, but there was, a, there was a lot of messing around yeah. in French, because yeah. it's French. I failed Italian. Really? Purposefully. Why? Because my teacher... Um, my, my teacher was so shocked and disgusted that my name was Italiano and that I didn't speak Italian that she treated me incredibly poorly what and uh, I this is in was this oh this was Ms. Mussolini wasn't it I remember her <laughs> I stayed back one day in you know, it was year nine I stayed back one day uh, recess and shut the door and spoke to, to speak to her and I said look this is your call you can continue to treat me like this and speak to me this way and try to ridicule me in front of other people right and be so bereft at the idea that no one has bothered to teach me Italian, even though my name is Italiano, right? You can continue to do that, and I will not work. I will not pick up my pen and do a single thing for you. But if you treat me like you treat everyone else, I'll put 100% effort in. And she continued to treat me poorly. <laughs> and I didn't do anything. It was the one, the first thing I ever, first class I ever failed. And then I spoke to my... I told my parents what happened and my dad said that's completely reasonable I'm completely prepared for you to fail Italian based on that exchange wow that is remarkable yeah and that's a grown woman who is a teacher yeah who when a 14 year old boy went the way you treat me is not this is not on anymore and her response was to continue to act like an 8 year old it's remarkable yeah and her name was Mrs Bridge I didn't see her building anything getting over it (laughs) It's ridiculous. So, to punish you simply because... Yes. Is that him licking that? My dog's been licking the dictionary. <laughs> it's He's a dictionary, lick- not a lictionary, <laughs> you clown shoes. Yeah, you're licking your own dictionary. So... <laughs> I've tried for a long time. So, um, I was in Adelaide, and prior to going to Adelaide for uh, three and a half days, I messaged my friend Paul Drennan, um, who's recently moved back there, and said, can we catch up? while I'm here and he said Gene Simmons and Ace Freely Tour starts on Tuesday so things are going to be pretty crazy um, because he was working c- for that company yes yes uh, but do you want to come to the gig because he was tour manager for Gene um, uh, yeah great I didn't even know they were. I knew they were here on the Thursday um, but I knew I couldn't go because I had two gigs so I, had, I hadn't even considered any other cities um, and he said, great, yeah, I'll, say, I'll leave a ticket to the box office. Perfect. And then I got to town and I said, I know it's, uh, I, I know Gene's coming in at like four o'clock in the afternoon on the day of the gig, so I imagine that your Tuesday is probably pretty stupid, but I would actually like to catch up with you outside of the gig. Uh, and he said, I'll leave a backstage pass for you. At the th- so I didn't access all areas pass to the, the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Yeah. Um, so I rolled up. Uh, at 7 o'clock for a 7.30 star and just walked in and watched Ace Soundcheck just standing by myself at the side of the stage and uh, doing this doing doing these ones with your pass what was that movie Wayne's World 
Oh god, I don't remember. I, I haven't seen Wayne's World for a thousand years. I think it's Wayne's World too. Okay. And they, maybe they go to Alice Cooper concert and they're doing this with the yeah. Right, okay, no, yeah. that does ring yeah. a bell. No, no, I didn't. I'm not. Yeah. No. I did hang it around my neck. Well, yeah. At the Melbourne gig, I didn't. I put it in my pocket and just mm. showed it to people when they asked for it because it felt a bit. Mm. So, uh, shook Ace's hand. Um, unlike the first time I met Ace, which was backstage at a Melbourne concert they did. So the band I was in with Paul Drennan, a band called Stand, we did, when they were here, it was the reunion show, but it wasn't Peter Chris. It was Eric Singer on drums, but Ace was back in the band. We did their after show party at Mercury Lounge. Uh, they did two nights in Melbourne. So the first night we did their after show party, the next night we went to the show and met them all backstage about 38 and a half seconds before they walked on stage. Uh, Ace came out of his dressing room with his big alcoholic head because he was drinking back then and a glass of champagne in one hand and stumbled towards me on his big platform boots and said, how you doing, man? And gave me a hug. <laughs> uh, maybe because he recognised me from the night before, but more likely drunk. Um, and so he didn't hug me. He did say, how you doing, though, which was funny because it's obviously his thing. Yeah. So shook hands and then gave me his weird thumbs up. He does a thumbs up that looks a bit like this. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's efficient, I suppose. Holy you don't want to ex- expand or uh, ex- expend or expand. expand your energy. Uh, I'm We're expanding my thumb. energy, you know. Yeah, uh, by expanding our thumbs. Yeah. Um, expand all that energy on doing that, if you can just do that. I mean, that's efficiency. And I think if there's one word that could be applied to Ace Freely through his entire career, it would be efficient. Um, this is an expansive career. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, saw him do sound check, and then I waited a requisite amount of time to be respectful and not look like a fucking clown shoes, just following him about the place, like a little, hey, it's Megan, you're in the band that I was <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, but then ever, I wandered backstage. Huh? Have no. you ever done that? Never. No. Never. I'm not that guy. No. Uh, and then Gene Simmons was there and I had a quick chat with him before the gig. Uh, showed him the picture that we took backstage from the show, the previously mentioned show when Ace hugged me. Um, that must be that 15 years ago? I have no idea. Yeah. 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 So that was pretty cool. Had a little chat to him then. I wasn't there. No one um, uh, <laughs> We'll get back to that. The gig... So he's got a he's got a Gene brought his own band out. It's all guys from Nashville. Um, good, really good, and lovely, lovely guys. I met them after the gig, and just fucking all really nice fellas. Um, and so they were Ace's backing band as well, and the gig was great. Ace was pretty sloppy, but always has been. But better than Alice Cooper. Not not better than Alice Cooper. Was, better than when was I saw him at the recently, Alice Cooper wasn't gig. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was last year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and the Gene gig was fucking great. It was so good. They just did, I mean, they did some hits, but they did hits. <laughs> it's Kiss. Um, they did, like, they did deep cuts. Uh, he was really fun, just so engaging and talkative and told a couple little stories. Not like a, not like a meet the musician. No, what do you call those things? Behind the music. Not one of, no, not even a behind the music. Songwriters speak, not one of those. Storytellers. Storytellers, not like a storyteller. Yeah, songwriters speak. Oh, no, that's the book you gave me. Yes. Yes. No, I don't have it up there. Don't you? Okay. No, no, no. Um, to you. But yeah, told, told some really funny stories, and it was clearly all off the cuff. They, uh, he looked down at the set at some point and said, I don't want to play that. And so one of the guys in the band just started playing something else, and Gene said, I don't remember how that goes and then they just <laughs> played it yeah with all screwed up lyrics and you know great just, oh yeah, yeah so fucking cool yeah. uh and then after the gig uh went back backstage and just hung out with him for like 25 minutes half an hour awesome oh fuck uh, and i don't mean like a meet and greet situation like he was just sitting in one of the green rooms and uh me and um, uh, my friend Bryony and her friend Renee was just us. And then the drummer wandered in, Christian, really, uh, Christopher, really lovely guy. Yeah, just fuck. Great. Awesome. And just had 
fucking conversations. Just really. And we didn't chats. talk about Kiss. We didn't talk about. I mean, we talked about music, but only, uh, only in the sense of, like you know, some kind of music history and where stuff came from, and you know, but nothing about. So what's it like to have blah 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 back in the band and yeah, you know why yeah. have you got a guitarist that can't actually play, um, in Kiss? Uh, that yeah, there was none of that. It was fuck, dude. So great. Cool. So, so fucking great. It's lovely. Yeah. It's lovely to um, have followed someone and been a real like a been an Uber fan because you're a serious Kiss fan. Yeah. Uh, not one of the like crazy Kiss, Kiss bananas, fans, but like you're you're a real Kiss fan. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. And have been since you were a little kid yeah and to get to the point where since I got back to Australia and they were pretty well the first more or less the first musical act I ever witnessed yeah, I don't so, mean witnessed in, in person but so like it's a well it's a, it's well over well it's most of your life you've been a, a fuck yeah. and to get to you've met the guys in that band a bunch of times you've played in Kiss tribute bands you've done like all this stuff that's associated with band, this band, so finally, for it to get to the for the arc of that story to get to the point where you're hanging out with someone who is definitely a legend of the music business, yeah, and and instrumental in my career. The, the reason why you do what you do, yeah, yeah, um, uh, and all so of that great. stuff about being a massive Kiss fan for most of my life and all that sort of thing, that didn't come up in conversation. No. Like we didn't have that conversation. Yeah. Uh, so for you to also be at that point in your life where you appreciate the scenario of this, you know, this is this guy just he's just hanging out, and you're just hanging out with him. So that's another point where you're not. Yeah, you know, and you know, uh, and so like no photos or anything because yeah. it's just it, that well you've got them so much like it would sully the yeah. experience. I mean, yes, I kind of like I wrote about it. I, you know, I let I let. The, the the social network world know that it had happened because yeah. I I was I was pretty fucking jazzed about it yes and more to the point um, most people particularly these days and in the last sort of four or five years would know Gene Simmons as just a fucking loud mouth yes. opinionated uh, shock value jerk soundbite guy yeah yeah um, and it's clearly clickbait, and it's yeah. clearly from from sitting down and talking to him, it's totally about generating a headline. It's um, fucking amazing. Is it definitely? Because I I often say things that are Gene Simmons ish because I'm not quite sure how I think about something yet. The difference between clearly me and Gene Simmons is like. He, someone's got a mic in front of him and asking him the question, what do you think about this? And sometimes I think the process is to go, you know, maybe. Sure. So I wonder, I wonder if, because um, I find like a, a lot of people who polarise people, like uh, Ted Nugent's one of those guys who, you know, super bright, articulate, engaged, interested, and says absurd, non-PC, um, what could sound like they're, they're they're like oh this is someone trying to be shocking mm. but sometimes sometimes you someone you know, when you are inquisitive and you you have to investigate an idea to the shocking to work out what it is you think and feel about it yeah I mean that 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 kind of makes sense um, but you also know this is a guy who knows how to work the machine hundred percent yeah cool yeah. yeah and interestingly I heard a, I heard a podcast um, with a comedian named Dean Del Rey. If you know Ooh, American I've guy, heard of that name. Uh, yeah. and he was chatting with Nick Simmons, Jane's son. Yeah, um, and really disarming kind of interview. And certainly Nick said, "says uh, my father's a dick. Like he says dicky things all the time. That's partly because he's a dick, but also partly because don't forget. I mean, yes, he's lived in this country for a long time, but English still isn't actually his first language." And I think sometimes he actually gets confused about the things that he's saying and doesn't mean doesn't mean them to come out anything like the way they do because of the language he chooses to use because they're the words yeah, he okay. knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then add to that, I think, as well, uh, <laughs> Gene Simmons' apologist here. Um, he, he knows how to get a headline, but he doesn't actually know how to use um, today's media. He's a 69-year-old man 
69. And when you hear him talking, it's very clear he's a 69-year-old man, even when you hear him talking on stage, even when he makes jokes against himself about, you know, if you need to know about that, go just go and look that up on, on your... Whatever that, whatever the thing is that you're using to look stuff up on these days, <laughs> like there's a lot of that. Yeah, okay. there's a lot of anachronistic kind of. Ah, I'm a man out of my depth and out of my time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, so that's good. And then I got to see them again in uh, Melbourne. I know I said I had two gigs, um, but I woke up on Wednesday morning after Tuesday night's gig in Adelaide and messaged the people with whom I was supposed to be working and said. This is my situation. Please, could I have the night off? Because this is I'm exciting. really pleased that you did that because it, it means that you recognise uh, um, the value of uh, of an experience like that and how you can kind of go to work any night, any any time. And I think a lot of people, um, I think a lot of people really. Oh no, I've got to go to work. I've got to go to work. And I certainly believe that you've been like that in the past but this is like well I'm not going to get this opportunity yet again yeah and um, to have it bookend you know to, to be able to go twice in a week and have you know similar experience mm. and mm. you know see potentially a bit of a different set list and, I wish it was and you know then is the stage banter the same or is it off the cuff and, and it was different yeah yeah um, and for you to have therefore um it reinforced how unique and special the experience the Tuesday was by having a similar one on the Thursday. It's really good. What it's Dom, really great. What Dom did just then was very clever. He knew that the set list was different and I hadn't referenced it, and he knew that the onstage banter was different and that I hadn't referenced it. We've been it. rehearsing this so, episode for three days. Well, so that's right. We did do yeah. the table read. We yeah. had some feedback. We had a focus group. Yeah. I've got, I'm, that's why I look over here. People think I'm just kind of... I'm looking over there to kind of work out what I think about the world, but actually what I'm doing in this situation is just reading off the cue cards that I've written up. Um, yes. Friends. Fre- more, more your friends than my friends. Yeah. That's not necessarily... I mean, that's the, that's, the, that's the heading. That's the banner headline. Is that what we're going to call the episode? No, no. Oh, maybe. No. Yeah. More your friends than my friends. Oh, God. No, yeah. no, no. Because that sounds all kind of pejorative and it wasn't intended to be. Um, but when you're in a relationship with someone... And you, you've definitely had this. We've even spoken about it. I don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast. The, uh, this world blends into my other world. Um, yes. Oh, no, I've had... So you mean like from my past relationship where our mutual friends have claimed me in the divorce? Yes. They have actually said, we've claimed you in the divorce. Yeah. Not that I was divorced, but it was a long-term relationship. Yeah. People have said, we'll, we'll take you over her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's ever happened to I've, me. I, I'm, they've said I'm that as nice guys jokingly here. as well, but also I continue to have a regular relationship with some of these people. Oh, so you mean figuratively and literally, yeah. which, yeah. by the way, that's how I'm going to pronounce the word figuratively from now on. Which no. Not as clear, but funnier. No problem. I remember what you're referring to. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, that. Um, yeah. The most re- recent relationship I was in, I, 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 I don't really have any of those friends now. Yeah. Which is interesting to me. Um, as in the, the joint friends? Yeah. Do you, do you think that that's because most of those friends were uh, the other party's friends initially? Oh, f- yeah, that's 100%. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they really, they were already claimed. Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't. They oh, became they became mutual friends because they came with a previous partner. Wait, your situ- yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your situation different to that? Uh, no. Right. Um, well, yes. Uh, so, okay. No. All no, it's it's all these people came into our joint lives from the other side, but it was it was a twelve effectively. It was a twelve year relationship. Mm. So. I think it does get to... Twelve fucking years. It was ten years of us being together, and then it's 15 years since that relationship started, so... Oh, God. I think think what I'm saying there is that after a certain amount of time, after a certain amount of barbecues and dinners and um, people coming over to your house for this, that, that, like... And then when the thing ends, who out of the two that have broken up does the communicating to say, hey, let's catch up. 
So when I say people have said, we claim you in the d- divorce, that's mostly because I'm the one continuing the friendships. Mm. And, Is that weird, though? So I haven't and, done that in my situation because it feels a bit... I No, I think there is... Um, <laughs> Which no, is funny because I just did a motion and, of course, that's not going to translate it. No. It feels a bit backdoory. Um, I do think there's... Oh, no, that makes sense, but I, I think if you feel like you, that those people are your... They are also your friends. It does fall upon you to mm. get in touch and say, I don't want you to think just because we have now broken up that we're not friends anymore. Wow. I, but okay, my reason for not doing so is because I think they would feel that because we've broken up, we're not friends anymore. Well, that's okay. But I, this is um, this is an interesting thing about uh, all kinds of relationships. Uh, to assume that you know what the situation is and how people are going to feel about it is um, it's too presumptuous. This is an interesting segue that I was going to bring up today. Yeah. That's good. And it's the same thing with, and exactly the same thing with, and I said this to you before we started, and how to assume that someone feels or thinks about something a certain way because of how you interpret it is potentially putting yourself out there f- for living a life full of wrong assumptions and so like i said to you do you want to unwrap the mic leads and the night before i had a situation with my partner when we were we were shopping and i said do you want to take the trolley back and that was actually a legitimate do you want to do that if you don't want to i will do it right but it was interpreted as i said it was interpreted as take the trolley back there was no please but it was my intention Absolutely, was do you want to do that? Is that something you you know you want to do right now? And the same thing with the fucking unwrapping of the things, and and I realised that it could be interpreted that way. And then you said, yeah, it did sound like unwrap the fucking microphones, Dom. Like, all right, I don't. That's not what I. Instead of standing around the place with your fucking dick in your hand, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and the interesting thing about that is, you know me, and you know that I would never imply that you're just being useless. Don't be shit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, it's... So, the thing yes. I was going to ask, as I, as I was on my way here today, and I'm thinking, what are we going to talk about today? Because we don't have anything planned, and we're not reading a book, and there's fucking Other than nothing. the three days of rehearsal we've done. And there's nothing happening, oh yeah, and there's nothing happening in the world other than the three days of rehearsal we've done. Um, uh, I was going to say, um, what's your worst habit? Oh, my worst habit... Because I think mine, okay, first of all, I think that probably the only people really who, uh, the only people who are qualified to tell you about your worst habits are probably the people around you rather than (laughs) yourself. (laughs) But I I reckon one of my worst is absolutely exactly what you just said, which is, and I've done it my entire life, my entire adult life, um, is make presumptions on how someone else thinks feels or is going to react to a certain situation that they and I are sharing. Yeah, like you won't like you won't tell your parents certain things because you don't want them to worry. Yeah. Like you've said that. Oh, like shit. I, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's not even what I was thinking. But yes, that, but that's, that's yeah. similar. Sort of you thing. assume they're going to worry. Yeah. And so you go, I'm going to save you from potentially worrying by not telling you and then risk actually, if they do find out about it, the problem that that will occur. Mm. Because your experience also suggests that well, they never find out, so I'm right. Mm. They don't ever have to worry, mm. and then I never get in trouble for not telling them stuff that they mm. think they should know. Like my parents saying, oh, you were in the driveway? You should have woken us up. It's like, you say that in the cold light of day, but at half past three in the morning, I don't know. Would you Would you have wanted... <laughs> Open up. It's me. Mm. Cold. Mm. It's also nice for them to think, oh, I've got a really considerate son who doesn't want to wake me up, but what an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, like, yeah, they didn't get to the, um, we've got a really considerate son part. They just thought you were an idiot for yeah. not waking them up. Yeah. Um, my worst habit. See, I don't know if I would interpret what you just said as a habit or something you do, because no, I, like, I feel like... behaviour rather than... Yeah, okay. It's not like picking your nose. Um, I was going to say, I pick my nose. Yeah, we've talked about that. Um, but that's... We understand. Yeah, that's uh, that looks like I'm picking my nose, but it's some, something a little more uh, 
have an issue for me. Um, I I have deep seated uh, behavioural patterns. Like my way of dealing with stress is to eat sugar. I don't get stressed. I behave in a way that deals with stress. That makes sense. So I don't get, I don't, get, I don't. It doesn't manifest in me being snappy or grumpy or or like sweating or anything like that. Um, I think only one of those was a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, that was no one. The twenty second seven dwarfs, because the others died of like heart disease and other things because they were unhealthy. Um, but I will go straight. I will. I will. A poo. A poo. A, a, a food. A food. Which is to be. What's happened? I think one goes before the other. I think you were food, and then you were pooed. <laughs> food will just appear in my life. I don't know how, and I will just, I will, yeah, when I'm stressed. Yeah. That's remarkable consolation of <laughs> language, by the way, for food to appear, for it to a pooed. That's. <laughs> I'm master of um, conservation conversation. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um... Habits, uh, yeah, I've I've got some stuff. Yeah, I've got some stuff. Okay. Yeah. What if next podcast we list each other? No, no, let's not. <laughs> I don't want to know. I've gone this far without having to do any self development. I'm not going to start now. Mm. Well, how old are you, Matt? I'm 107. In cat years? No, oh, it's in years. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like I can't speak properly anymore. I'm oh. Now I'm scared to talk based oh, on the last two minutes. No, don't be uh, scared to talk. Yeah. No, you're okay. Um, and uh, we're also just, uh, we're about an hour in. Yeah, we should go. We should go. Oh, because I've got to go home. I've got to do work. Oh, no. I'm in the middle of Dracula's. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. How no, many no one's laughing. How many songs have you got to do? Ah, <laughs> I did three yesterday. How many? It's twice he's set me up for that. Um, twice you've let me down. Yep. How many more have you got to do? Do it. Do it. <sighs> I've got to finish the finale. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I have two more to do. Two more. Aside oh, from oh, that, oh. the encore, which actually won't be too hard because it's only uh, smells like teen spirit. So that requires me to not really play very well mm. so that's fine it's true it'll yeah. be authentic uh, so yeah I 15 hours I spent in front of the computer yesterday programming oh god 15 hours wow and I, I reckon in total I probably had half an hour off that's pretty for impressive for coffees yeah right yeah hey uh, before we go go on um, can you tell the world uh, what your experience was today when you got to my house did I make you a coffee oh yeah I've got two things to say right so I'll say this. Uh, today, um, I had my first, what do you call it? Just a butter coffee? Mm-hmm. A coffee mitt butter? Ooh, so instead of milk? Avec beurre, if you're uh, <laughs> of a French bent. Wow. Yeah. That uh, textbook's all coming or back to you. French bon, <laughs> which I presume is how it would be pronounced. I don't en français? I don't know what he's saying. Café avec beurre. Oh, God. Uh. What's happened to you? Why do every time you speak French do you roll your eyes? Um, I, I think it's partly to do with the um, the overwhelming feeling of superiority that French people have over everyone else. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, thing, so you had a coffee. I made you coffee and we put butter in it. And 25 grams of butter whizzed up in a thing. What did you think? Fucking good. Yeah. It does feel like a treat, though. Why? That feels like a treat. Why does it feel more like a treat than normal coffee? Because the mouthfeel of it makes it feel like it's... A bit of a dessert. Like it's a bit of a dessert. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I don't... But it was good. It's great. I tried some of Dom's, which had no sugar in it. Mm. Here we go. Um, and it was uh, it was good. Uh, so Dom made me one. And I had a whole one to myself. And I had one sugar in it. Um, and, uh, unsalted butter. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was good. Great. Steve, it was good. Great. All right. And the second thing... Um, the phone call I just got then was from a venue at which we are planning to do a benefit event for our friend Reese Lett. 
Awesome. Um, on the 6th of October, Saturday the 6th of October. Right. And it'll be a sort of a day into evening event. So probably three till seven. Lovely. Venue still to be announced, although by the time this comes out, I would hope that the venue was secured. Um, sweet. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Like my buttery coffee. Uh, super band are playing. Awesome. Yeah. Super. Um, they are a super band. They are. God, they're good. <clears throat> Dylan very, very kindly offered their services. Um, so, and there'll be other sort of solos and duos and that sort of thing. And, you know, typically the sorts of things you would expect from a benefit fundraising event, auction-y type stuff. Great. Uh, and so, uh, a few things. If you're interested in being a donor of something, if you have a service or a product that you could um, give, uh, that would be amazing and you know how to get in touch with me. So that would be great. Um, yeah, and uh, there will be more. There will be there'll be stuff on the socials and more information to come. Yeah, right. Yeah, but just like so, I guess this is a this is a uh, a save the date thing. Yeah, only I'm save not getting other. married. Yeah, so Saturday sixth of October. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not getting married. I'm never getting married. <gasps> fair enough. I mean, never say never. And you know, someone far wiser and shorter than me once said that. Uh, Justin Bieber. That'll do. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. All right. I'm going home to do three, three more Dracula's tracks. Ah, 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 ah. Excellent. All right. I'll uh, see you tomorrow night. Biscuits. It's a lot of biscuits. Oh, yeah. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>